I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? This, uh, okay, I was like, I have so many thoughts on this episode, so I'm, and I'm like, oh yeah, wait, that's what the podcast is for. Uh, I, yeah, this is, it's uh... Weird. It's this, weird. This is weird having not watched it together. So like I, we, I felt like last. I felt like I needed you there to keep me like honest about it. Uh, <laughs> not honest in that like I would lie, but like honest in that like I just feel like I needed to stay on task, and I kept getting distracted. But oh, I no, I, did you watch it? Yes, I watched it. Okay, good. But I kept being like, "Look at that coffee craft. What's that about?" Probably should start <laughs> the episode. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, sure. Um, Hey everyone! Hi everybody! It's me, Meg, and your friend. That's Adam. Adam. There we yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> and that's Meg. Uh, yeah, welcome to Breaking Backwards, everyone. The show where Meg's gonna watch Breaking Bad in reverse order, and so am I, and so should you be. Yes. Um, the only this... difference between Adam and I is I've never seen it, and Adam's seen it uh, ten thousand times. Yep, and I'm. This is maybe my favorite watch through. So. Oh. Yeah, so sick. yeah, Meg, Meg just did like a shaka bra, <laughs> which was um, sick. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Uh, before, b- before we, we just watched, um, oh, what, what, the third episode of season four, which is uh, Open House, the on-the-phone lady feature we've been waiting for. She uh, really carries a narrative arc. Uh, I, I love... <laughs> I, 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 love, I guess we get to like your final grade at the end of, but I b- before I just want this I love this episode I it, really do it is I would cautiously declare this as a romp so uh, yeah. yeah it's it's very much kind of transitiony again but it's so self-contained it's like kind of uh, ever like because on the phone lady has her little thing that just kind of begins and ends in this episode smoking lady does a fun adventure, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. And uh, not a lot of Walt. Yes, and the what we do see, he's uh, palatable. I won't say he's, like, likable, but he's he's not, like, just scowling and yelling. Yeah, he gets, like, kind of condescending mansplainy at the end when he's like, your thing didn't work. Sorry, honey. I mean, we'll get to that, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but before uh, we get to that, Meg, I got a wonderful birthday present in the mail the other day yeah. that I think our listeners would want to hear about. Well, you uh, should explain it then. Well, okay, listeners, my birthday is this Saturday. And I, uh, if you, a few weeks ago, you might have heard there was a small scene where Hank, and he's wearing a t-shirt, says DEA Fun Run 2006, and we just we guffawed on Mike <laughs> about how funny we thought this shirt was. And I was like, some prop guy to make that, that's so fun. I go to my mailbox in Brooklyn the other day, and what do I find? I find a package, and inside's a t-shirt. It says DEA Fun Run 2006. It's a package from Meg Ryan. Yeah, it was and your birthday. I, it was so it was so cool. And then I looked it up later. That's the only scene <laughs> in the whole show that that shirt is in, and you found it. Well, That's so cool. I mean, in the interest of full disclosure, it seemed as though that a lot of people were like, that's a deep cut. I'm going to need a shirt of that. And so oh, there really? were a lot of opportunities to find that shirt online. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, but I was pleased as punch to find it. I feel like I recorded the episode and was like, oh, it's his birthday's real soon. He, we got to get that for him. <laughs> I, we got to, he, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. I have used it to fun run already. All right. Um, to actually go on a jog in, which was great. Was it fun, the run? The, it was a fun run, and yeah. I um, I enforced drugs, drug well, enforcement a- a- agency. Yeah, you enforced the people to use the drugs, or you said stop it. You hit it out like the crack. Uh, yeah, I was just running down Prospect Park, knocking dubs out of people's hands. Oh, that's good. The dubs mm-hmm. are where that's a gateway drug, so that's good yep. that you did that. Schedule one, baby. Still <laughs> illegal in New York, but decriminalized. So you know, mm. I got to call balls and strikes and. Go by the letter of the law. So I smack dubs out of people's hands. And then people chase me and I run faster. So it's a better workout. So it seems mm-hmm. like this is a win-win-win. Like there's no negative to this situation. It was a wonderful gift. It is, well, uh, it's how they say, a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, I'm I'm uh, pleased that you enjoy your birthday present. And I hope that tomorrow you have a lovely birthday, sir. Uh, Thank and, you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah good, good for you for 
turn in the age you're going to turn. I don't know this if you want me to announce me that. Probably the. This is probably the last. This will be the last recorded, documented evidence of me in my twenties. Oh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Oof. Weird. Oh boy. Weird indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Oof. Let's put some jackets on, I guess. Oh, because it's cold. It is cold. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're in it. Um, the cold open, so got, that is to say. The cold open. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the origins in the camera. Uh, yes, I did. I So here I was immediately like, the way he like just saunters in, it's with a lot of purpose. He's, you know, kind of got a little bit of a hint of a shit-eating grin on his face. And he's like, I'm going to get some coffee. And I immediately started texting you about those like chemistry setup on just the coffee alone. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm thinking now? I'm thinking that the reason the camera must have been a new addition is because Gail must be killed pretty soon before this. Because maybe um, Gail was trusted by Gus. And now that Gail's gone, Gus feels like he needs to monitor them more quickly. And so maybe this is something where Gail gets killed in the next couple episodes, I wonder. That was just pure speculation. Sorry. That sounds like a good theory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that is all all I will say. I don't uh, know why it took me that long to realize that. Because I was like, oh, it seems like he's happy to be back here. It doesn't seem like it's the first time he's in this place. This doesn't <laughs> seem like the first time. Now I'm realizing it must be that there was a change where he used to be supervised by just a nerdy fucking dweeb. And now, yeah. uh, it, man... Yeah. It definitely feels like he definitely has like a like do to do go in I grab my hard hat it's another day at the office and then wait a second I'm gonna get a uh, cup of Joe but what's that over there mm-hmm. and then he um, he gives the camera the bird oh yes he does because the camera this is a, not just any static camera it follows you it circles yeah. that was. I will. I would never accuse Brian Cranston of overacting, but I thought just his face when he gives the middle finger was. It was some sweaty acting. He was making like the most grimacey face I have ever seen. Yeah, Meg's, I, uh, Meg's doing it right now on this audio <laughs> medium, which is very fun to watch. Well, it's 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 for you, not me. It's not for you, not okay. anyone else. Uh, I think that uh, I agree with what you're saying. I find as a f- person who frequently likes to flick people off and mm-hmm. does maybe every day. Um, most notably, recently, my mother while diving into a pool. Uh, I, I find a passive face or like a uh, the mm-hmm. most effective, but to actually be uh, like enraged and flicking someone off seems like um, you're 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 doing more work for yourself, you know? Yeah, Fli- uh, the middle finger is like more of a hey fuck you and not like a it's fuck not like a, a spiteful rage thing. I mean, I guess if all he had was his um, the artifice of his body to use in such a situation because he didn't know if that camera was picking up audio. Uh, maybe that's all he had, mm. but, um, but yeah, I don't think it's, I feel like there's other tools in your tool belt to show rage. Yeah. I mean, he mm-hmm. has a butt. He could have mooned mm-hmm. the camera. He could have just taken his dick out and went like, you know, yeah. uh, he could have just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what he could have done is just been like, Hey, look at this, look at this. And then rubbed his balls over everything in that lap. <laughs> that, there you go. That, Perfect. Mm-hmm. And also just made, and even then I would be more okay with a sweaty acting rage face uh, mm-hmm. than like a, uh, than giving that same expression with a middle finger. I like to rage rub your balls on all the stuff mm-hmm. uh, is more interesting to me. 100% agree. Okay. Uh, but that was it. Was there even a single line of dialogue in this opening that was cold? No, it was a complete, it was like watching... Uh, like a fucking Shakespeare play across Some... the range of emotions where he like walks in and he's happy and he's marched. He's like, I'll get coffee out of my giant test tube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and it's made fresh for me because I'm imagining it's some type of back to the future intro credit setup <laughs> where like every morning it's like, dun, 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 dun. Um, and then he, he goes from elated to just so angry. Uh, and not a not a word of dialogue uttered uh, the entire time. So yeah, great um, acting. Yeah, so yeah, that's the cold open. I, I will before we get into the episode. I think so. I I love this episode. I don't think I w- like when I watched this originally. Uh, I like this episode stood out to me so much. But the more I'm thinking about it, 
I don't think this is that good of an episode of Breaking Bad. I think it's the perfect episode for Breaking Backwards, which is <laughs> which we'll find out going forward. Like just it's like they played all the little inside jokes and bits we built up this entire show for just this episode. So I'm very happy with it. And I'm very excited to talk about it. Do you feel like it is, like, not as sincere of, like, to the storyline or what? No, I think it's sincere, but I just think, I I think when I watch it, it very much felt like an episode out of 13 to fill time maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Because it's, like, it's a pretty low stakes episode. Like, the biggest kind of thing that happens that's, like, uh, has major consequences, Marie stealing, which is just kind of, like, open and shut. And then Skylar getting the car wash. Yes. And so, like, if you're watching and to try to get, like, ooh, what are Jesse and Walt going to get up this week? Well, that kind of gets sidelined. But for me and you, who have a podcast in 2020 where we give these two women very stupid nicknames based on (laughs) two minutes of screen time, yeah, it's a fun fucking episode to watch and to talk about. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Oh, and there's a really, really, really good Bob Odenkirk scene that I really liked. Which we'll get to. It Sorry, like, I'm get, who getting wrote so this episode because it felt like this was uh, somebody who leans more he- heavily on the comedic side. But I could well, be that, wrong. That's actually a good episode. A good, uh, a good point, and something we should maybe bring up more. So let's see. It's uh, this was. Oh, they do not make this easy. It's a <laughs> guy named Sam Caitlin, and he's he's been writing episodes from two through five. Okay. Uh, and let's just see the most recent one he might have written. He wrote this one, and then what's episode? He wrote episode eight in this season. They have you have to click several links to figure this out. <laughs> uh, he wrote Hermanos, which that's the one. That's not a funny one. That's not a funny one. That's the one with the flashback, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he also wrote. Um, oh, he wrote fifty one, the the really really sad one where that's like the big Skylar tries to drown herself in a pool one. So they let him, you know. They let him have. They let him prove himself by being a little plucky, and then they gave him so, like something meatier. That makes yeah. sense, I guess. <laughs> that, that would so, be the opposite for me. I would be like, I yeah. have to write the drama so I can go and play. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So they were literally like, "Oh, you think you're funny? Think you're funny, funny guy? Try some domestic emotional abuse. Write that funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Make that funny." And he's like, "With gusto," uh, <laughs> because he uh, knocks it out of the park. He uh, did. He does a really good. All it's, all those episodes are very good, and he also wrote. Uh, he wrote another one in later season four. I don't have it in front of me, but he's, yeah, he's good shit. There's a reason they didn't fire him after <laughs> he wrote some stuff in season two. Fair. Yes. Yeah, so we're, um, I don't know where we are. So we get yeah. back from, is, do we go directly to on the phone lady at an open house? N- no, I thought that too, but I'm, I'm looking at it. It's hmm. uh, We go directly to uh, some fun divorced couple shenanigans with a uh, smoking lady right outside of Walt's house, ringing a doorbell. That was first. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) she is, she is like, open up. I can hear you in there. Yeah. This is the most, we'll we'll get to it, but this is the most turned on I've been by Smoking Lady this entire show. This scene or just this, this in general? This episode. This episode. She she just takes care of. She takes care of business in this episode, and we all know that's the hottest thing in the world for me. It is pretty sexy when a lady mm-hmm. takes charge. Just when um, she's just going through binders and also taking care of her baby and also talking on the phone to scam a guy out of his car wash, I'm like, get me a bucket. Like, this is so... I am positively wet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely had the thought of, like, Adam's gonna love this woman, just who... And then I think part of this one that I found particularly interesting, and we could get into... We're gonna get to it now, is that... What's motivating her is just like, this guy was mean to me, and I'm yeah. gonna fucking take everything from him because he was kind of a jerk. Yeah. jerk. This guy was an asshole. Yeah. And fuck that. Yeah, I do a lot. There's so much that motivates me in real life where just like someone was kind of a dick to me one time. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm the same mm-hmm. way too, where I'm just like, I'm, I'm not, I think. I, what I'm seeing here is what I wish I could do for any aspect of my life where somebody is, uh, you know, an antagonistic male asshole to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I wish I could just orchestrate a heavily crafted plan with these type of resources that she <laughs> seems to have of, like, taking something from somebody who was just like, he was mean to my husband and he was said I was bad. And I'm so I'm going <laughs> to fucking take his stuff, you know? And yeah. kind of, you know... Uh, get him on the price too i'm gonna shortchange him i guess you know yeah it was yeah. just wonderful um 
But at the at the townhouse, it's so, it's so hard not to get ahead of yourself. There's so much fun stuff. Yeah. But we will get to it. Um, they Skyler's trying to get in because she wants to talk about buying the car wash, and she sees Walt's got a big boo boo. Have you seen this boo boo yet? Is this? Uh, no. I guess I'm. I didn't even notice it in the first in the cold open. It was only in, or maybe I noticed it only in the flicking off. But yeah. like initially, I did. It didn't even strike me when he was like first strutting in. So then, yeah, I haven't seen really. I guess I saw like maybe a cut last week, but that was it. It wasn't anything like this. Yeah, he's got a boo boo. Uh, we'll find out where that came from at a later time. Sure. Uh, any theories? I don't know. Maybe Gus. No. Well, he said an older gentleman punched him, so I have to think mm-hmm. that that's true. That Mike hit him for some reason. Uh, but I think, and I think it all has to do with Gail. I think, uh, but I, I could be wrong, you know. Could be. Who knows? Could be, could not be. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like your mindset right now is, was Gail's death a season opener or was it a season finale from the previous year? And, uh, yeah, I, I think that it was probably a finale because they seem to end the seasons. Out of the two I've seen of season finales or series finales, they seem to end on a death. So I imagine season three episode whatever is a death, but I could be. Oh, wrong. Yeah, I guess they. Oh wow, huh? Yeah, Gus in season four and Walt in season five, huh? That's cool. <laughs> um, uh, it, yeah, and the kind of the other big part of the scene is Skyler. Kind of, we see the this kind of gets unpacked later in the season of just. Oh, no, okay, we're in danger. We got to go to the police right now. Also, it seems like she is recently abreast to his meth dealings or the level that he's doing it at because she's been kind of like the fact that she has very recently said a few times, we got to go to the police, you promised, makes me think that this is an idea that she's kind of just recently accepted or found out about in a certain way or come to terms with. Uh, and is trying to like incorporate it into a regular life. So I feel like um, probably not within the next two episodes, but sometime soon she's going to actually get clued into on what's doing. And to, in my mm-hmm. opinion, that's just mm-hmm. where I'm mm-hmm. feeling narrative wise. I love, yeah, I love hearing that. Can't really comment, but I do love hearing. <laughs> I do love hearing what you think is going to come next. So keep it up. I just, okay. it's just, I can't say much. That's why our next show, hopefully, we'll both have not seen, and then we can just be like, ooh, oh, this is going to happen, and it's just going to be such good content for you all. Um, okay. Uh, then we get, I'm very excited to hear just what you thought of this whole whole deal, uh, the first open house. Yeah, I had no fucking clue why on the phone lady would be doing this, and I was, I was like, is she doing this because she doesn't like Walt? No, she doesn't know that Skyler and Walt are having any problems yet. Like, I really don't know where this came from at all, but boy, was it confusing and uh, entertaining just to watch her lie about everything constantly. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you just like didn't watch along with us, uh, this is that episode that you might have forgotten about from season four. I I, I think it's cool. We're uh, Marie just goes to different open houses and makes up a different story about her life each time. It's very fun. And apparently shoplifts from them. She, she lifts stuff from them, I guess. Oh, yeah, and shoplifts. Uh, I, yeah, she starts, she's been taking, she's been taking Groundlings classes, and she's just, this is a good way to hone your skills. <laughs> just go and make your own backstories up. I love, like, I, except for the stealing, I... The just going to different open houses and making shit up, I'm like, that's kind of a no-harm kind of fun activity. Yeah, I definitely, uh, as as cliche as this is, I definitely, when I was out, like, as somebody younger at bars and men would come and talk to me, I would just lie about who I was and what I did because I didn't really see the point in telling strangers anything about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted the attention, so. <laughs> it's Attention's great. I saw this article, this Medium article this guy online did, and he was just kind of like, this is a fun thing I do. His job involved being on the road. And what he would do is every time he was uh, got fast food, he would apply to work at that fast food restaurant. <laughs> and he would just, like, show his, when he would get home, he had a bunch of, like, hey, you've been hired, stuff in the mail, or, like, uh, emails and phone calls, which I thought was very, oh. very, very fun. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. That's so funny. So, it's that easy to get hired at a fast food restaurant. They just need to know your availabilities and that you don't have any crimes on your record or what? I've only worked at one fast food restaurant. Um, it's pretty easy to get hired. So. Oh wow. Yeah, well, it, was which, du- it was a Dunkin'. It was it was a Dunkin' Donuts. A Dunkin'. Oh, it was I the, love a Dunkin'. It was my first job out of college. 
Oh, wow. I had just, yeah, I just, uh, I was like, shit, I need money. And uh, they were in my college town. They were having just literally, they were opening a brand new Duncan, and they just said, open interviews. Anyone come in. You can interview for a job. We need people. Um, and then when a restaurant opens, I didn't know this. This was pretty cool. They do like, uh, you do like a play open where half the staff uh, pretends to be customers and the other half of the staff pretends to be, well, it, it works. Yeah. And you do that for like an hour and you can order real food with fake money and eat the food. <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun day. That's wild. Uh, yeah, how long I, did you I work was, there for? I think three months. Oh my God. Did you ever do like the 5 a.m. shift? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I kind of liked it. Is that okay? Yeah. I kind of, you gotta, you gotta frost donuts in the morning. Oh, so you got to like, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, what a wonderful world to feed you with my donuts. And like, I would just dance around and sing and be like, let's put on a carafe. Let's make some eggs, everyone. Wow, um, it was a whole thing. Wow. Yeah, uh, it was li- every Dunkin' Donuts. And I don't know if you knew this, like while it's closed and just opening up is indistinguishable from a Broadway production. Oh, wow. I just- yeah inside they they actually make you they're like it's is pretty easy to get hired but you also have to be a great singer and five years of tap yeah yeah okay um wow. which luckily i had done that in elective so that yeah, was fine makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. uh all right cool. so uh so on the phone lady is like i'm not on the phone lady i'm uh tiffany Radish, you've heard of me. Tiffany <laughs> Radish. I forget. I forget all her fake names, but that yeah. is a fun fake name. Um, yeah, she's saying she. What's the first one? She's recently divorced and has a four-year-old son that's gifted. And he's a Gemini. <laughs> he's and a Gemini. she's got it. She does pottery or something like that. Yeah, she needs open water. So, uh, and then she has this. Will you said? She's comparing to Wilford Brimley. I compared him to Wilford Brimley. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was looked like Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Um. um yeah, and she's it, yeah, kind of just throws you. You're like, huh? Don't know what that was. Because <laughs> first, of all, you're not used to seeing her being the star of any scene in that's not in relation to other characters. Yeah, so this is very weird because I, I don't know where this comes from. Obviously, it's something related to whatever is going on with what's his nuts. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'm just thinking about like we must get a real story about kind of what it's like he must be really lashing out at her even more so than we saw at this episode to motivate her to like do something so wild you know i don't know yeah i mean i i like can't i can't say much but that's yeah that's i guess it's accurate. the whole point yeah Sorry. so yeah the first one i think that's kind of like yeah they just kind of set it up it's very very funny uh and then i think yeah next it cuts to softcore hank oh yeah he is he wants to beat off, but then in comes Marie with some Fritos, and he's like, I said Cheetos, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah, we kind of see Hank what looks to be at his lowest point. Um, yeah. It, he's just in bed and covered in dust and uh, can't walk, and he's trying to jerk off, and Marie's ruining that. <laughs> I get mad when people ruin my jerking off, too. Like, oh, <laughs> what? What? What do you it, mean? It, I, I'm just like, I just need to go to the bathroom and finish jerking off. Am I right? <laughs> he can't even go to the bathroom by himself, though, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, he can. He quite literally says he's living from bowel movement to bowel movement. Does he say that? I didn't. That didn't stand out. To he me. says that later when he's talking to the other DEA guy. Oh, I think he's a he's a Albuquerque PD guy. Right, right. Yeah. And he doesn't want it to be a DEA case. That's that's the whole deal with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marie comes in. With purple bags. Uh, they are purple. Which is the only... I, I like the little purple motif they do with her. I think it's fun. I don't know 100% the symbolism of it or whatever. But <laughs> I'm like, the store gives you the bags. I don't like that they made those purple too. Well, she brought her own bags, right? Oh, she brought her own bag. Okay. Like, I get the aesthetic around the house and her clothes, but... Come on. Uh, I, yeah. I definitely... The purple stood out more today than it had ever stood out before, I think, for me. There... You can find, and please don't you find, because they'll talk about earlier episodes, like a bajillion essays about the color on this show. Uh, hmm. Purple being the biggest one with Marie, but there's other subtle things they do with um, color motifs um, that I have not even fully delved into. Uh, yeah, I don't know that. It, see, this is the problem I have. I guess this is like 
why there's so many cooks in the kitchen on a show. Like, I don't know that I, as a writer I would ever think to be like, and she loves purple, and that because it's, you know, represents compassion, and it's a, you know, like, I wouldn't be able to fucking care about that type of thing. Like, just let me tell my dirty jokes, uh, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, this definitely seems like maybe it was a collaborative thing. Like, yeah. Vince Gilligan read all their scripts, and he's like, you know, as a, he talks like, I, I, his voice is very fun for me. I don't know why. Um, but like, oh, you know, we could use some of that purple mode. I fuck. I don't know. He in the writer's room. He's probably like, let I'm, my brain is breaking. I don't okay. know. He's like <laughs> Vince Gilligan, who I assume sounds like, Hey y'all, you know, what he sounds like fun? Foghorn Leghorn and he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a purple motif, I don't know. Is that, <laughs> that was my attempt at my ex-boyfriend's dad. So, <laughs> Uh, that was my impression of that, yeah. And I guess all of that would e- wouldn't even be in the writer's room. It would be in the production. Or because it, literally yeah. none of it's spoken about. Yeah. I think I think when sometimes things like that, not to be mean, but like those things are very like circle jerk. Like we're really good at this type of levels mm-hmm. of detail so that like they know people will try and break it apart later. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So Hank's trying to jerk off. And yeah. uh, Marie comes in with groceries. She's really excited. She got him a fantasy football magazine, but he's upset because he wanted Cheetos and she got Fritos, which I would be mildly upset about too if I wanted Cheetos. They are very different chips. That is true. I do understand. He, I don't think it's like a need to be that much of a jerk about it. I do mm-hmm. have a problem if ever I ask somebody for something specific at the store and they come back with the wrong thing and they're like, I got this. And in the past, it's been like, I've got this. And not only did I get the wrong thing, I got as much of the wrong thing as I could possibly could. Like, I said this mm-hmm. thing. How did you misinterpret what happened? You know, It's a very similar reaction I have to when, like, a dog brings me a dead bird. Where it's like, <laughs> they think they're really helping, but you're like, ugh, this is a mess. Yeah. I guess, you know, but, maybe they didn't text message as much as we could now. Where, you know, Hank yeah. could be like, hey... I want you to know it's Cheetos, you know. <laughs> but it's at her credit, even though he jumped down her throat, she was like, I'm going back out right now, which yeah. is like, hmm, Marie's trying, you know. Yeah, and then he also, like, has another little dig. Be like, yeah, and the draft isn't for two months. This magazine's fucking worthless. Uh, yeah. So he's being shitty. Yeah. God, what a poor, poor soul. What a, uh, like a, I, what do you call that? Just a surly old bald baby. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. Just a... Uh, you said it best. I can't even. T- I can't top that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, next scene we get is at. Uh, they're cleaning up at the lab, and Walt's just kind of bitching about the camera. And Jesse's like, "Hey, you thought this place was always bugged? Now it's you bugged know for sure." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, and then Jesse's like, "Hey, please help me keep clean." Is essentially the undertone <laughs> of this. And and Walt's like, "I don't want to go drive go karts with you, you fucking idiot." And that mm-hmm. was it. Like, I got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a better. There's a more. I feel like if Jesse really wanted to hang out with Walt, he could have picked a better activity. But also, it is such a quintessential Jesse thing to be like, "What's this wild, high input bullshit we could do together?" Uh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, were you at all shocked by the length of Jesse's hair? I did notice that, and I said, and then I remembered the scene in the previous episode we watched where he was buzzing everybody's head. So I, yeah, yeah, I didn't, wa- I didn't want to mention it because he doesn't do it on camera. But yes, he buzzed his head as well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was interesting. He looks very different without. He looks a lot less menacing with a yeah, he, hair. You know, he looks a lot more just like some sort of like weird junkie skateboard kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of think uh, I like him better with hair. I don't know. Um, he's definitely plucky. I mean, he wasn't pluckier this episode, but he just looks in general pluckier and less yeah. menacing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, Walt has a meeting and on we go to the meeting and it is, <laughs> it's Saul and Skyler and, uh, Walt and Bob Odenkirk just giving a tour de force. This is, I guess, why they brought in someone like Bob Odenkirk, this scene exactly, where Bob's being... Saul's being uh, heinous and racist. We know that. Mm-hmm. He's being very, very racist. And I, it's so charming. And I don't know why. Yeah. He's he's yeah. being so racist. And he's so wrong-footed. But he's also kind of like... Uh, like that whole interaction. So I guess we should... Let's, let's break it down. Yeah. Um, we are... He's trying to convince Skylar to 
uh, embezzle or launder their money through a nail salon or a different financial yeah. venture because the- Be- because she tried to buy the car wash and she got like turned down by Bogdan. Yeah, because he was yeah. uh, being a little uh, jag about it. Yep. And then uh, now uh, we know that like they need some way to launder all this money and they don't feel that you know, the Bogdan's car wash is going to work anymore, but she's dead set on just that. And we get to the root of the problem. It's because he was a dick to her and not only her, but Walt as well. And of course, just mentioning that to Walt, Walt's like, well, like, yeah, we got to, this is the thing we got to <laughs> pursue now. We can't go turn our backs. He was mean about me. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah, what are some of the things? So then Saul's just trying to spitball ways to get the car wash. And what what were some of it? Like an offer you can't refuse. Uh, uh, he's he like, you know call, they got illegals. Yeah, he wanted to call ICE. Uh, he wanted to. Um, he's a lot of Islamic comings and goings yeah, in terrorism. there. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like Baghdad's Romanian. Yeah. Uh, there was funny. another one too, and I can't remember. Oh, uh, taxes. Having the IRS, uh, like a crooked oh, IRS yeah. person come and get involved, which all I think wisely Skyler was like, no, that's a bad idea. Like, yeah. um, so then at, in the middle of all this spitballing, we see Huel like walking He's as fast pacing. as he can <laughs> and holding his own butt and he rings knocks on the door and you hear this great conversation of like you didn't think about that before i'm in the middle uh-huh. of doing work professionalism and and he goes upstairs because he's got a tummy problem he's, he's got, got a book he just i love Saul's like can he use your bathroom yeah and then this guy was like Huel and this large man <laughs> walks into the room is this our first on-camera appearance of Huel? I actually thought it might be, and that's wonderful. It's not. Okay. I did. I was like, oh, is this? Because that's just delightful if it is. Yeah. Um, but no, it is not. It is crazy. Uh, this this is a really spoiler. So you kind of find out how Saul meets Huel in Better Call Saul because it's a prequel show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that actor loses a bunch of weight after Breaking Bad uh, wraps, and he's like way skinnier. So I like it in the lore of Breaking Bad at some point. He just really goes off the wagon with his eating and eats a shit ton. <laughs> I mean, I love that they contact Huel, who is already like, I, I, I stayed this heavy because of Breaking Bad, and now I get to lose weight. And then they contact him, and he's like, I've probably lost um, a ton of weight. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, he, it's at least two hundred pounds. Like he's lost a lot of weight. And and so they're like, okay, <laughs> okay, we're just gonna. That's fine. We're gonna work with yeah. this. Like. That's the story, is he gains a bunch of weight, and that's fine. Yeah, it's great. They don't acknowledge it. It's just like, yeah, yeah, shit. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess that's the whole scene. It's just Bob Odenkirk's just really good. I know we always talk about how hot he is and how horny he makes us, but like this was just, I was actually like blown away how good he is at this. Like giving this really racist material and seeming very charming. Yeah, there's definitely like, and he's just like, what? I'm just working my ideas here. It's a judgment-free mm-hmm. process. You know what I mean? Like when I'm writing, I have to just throw out bad ideas to get the good ones to give the mm-hmm. good ones space to come up. And that's how he's like just being a very blatant racist. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so then we've got uh, what's the next scene? We- Oh, the next scene is I, I'm using. So I usually go through the Wikipedia, which is like a general summary. But now I'm on the official Breaking Bad wiki, and I'm not sure I never used that before. And it's there, like scene one, scene two. Here you go. This is what happened, and mm. it's very useful. There Episode might run a little long because of it, but because oh, we wow. don't forget shit. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll um, just keep it loose. Yeah. Uh, next, we get an, another lovely scene of Marie. Um, this time, she her husband's an astronaut. Oh yes, and she's at a place, a different house. And uh, she remarks on a collection of spoons and just really takes this realtor for a ride in her astronaut backstory, you know? Yeah, she has a, what is, a, a childless wife to a retired astronaut. Um, and more, most importantly, she's like, hey, look at the spoon collection. Pretty cool, right? Puerto Rico is uh, a territory, not a state. Yeah. Did you uh, notice, and I don't know how you could on your first viewing, but you might have. So the there's that long shot where the real estate agents like let me grab you a handout and she walked in like a very long take of her grabbing Going a handout through all of them yeah yeah and then she comes back and they show the same over the shoulder uh close-up of marie with the spoons in the background they had earlier but the spoon is missing i didn't realize that no 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 i didn't yeah catch that. It, it, that's very much a second time you watch it you go oh <laughs> she grabbed it while she did that 
Um, oh, did we mention during the Hank Jerkoff scene that when Marie leaves, she you see she had taken a tchotchke from the first house? I didn't notice that, and no, he didn't mention it. Oh, yeah, she when she's like, oh, oh I the guess pig we'll go back thing, to the store. that pig, the pig thing, thing. So, yeah, that's a tchotchke from the first okay, house. Okay, yeah, so I did notice yeah. that. I was confused. Mm-hmm. So okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Uh, but yeah, and then she makes up, spins more bullshit for the real estate agent. Who's that? That lady's a good actor. I like <laughs> for certain. It's a really small part, but she does a really good job with it. Um. Yeah. She. She. She definitely played that type of like. She Marie Kaiser holds her hostage, and she hold, yeah. does it well, where she's answering the questions, but still like, oh, what the fuck is this lady's deal? Yeah. And she, yeah, and she also like, I always feel bad when like. Marie calls her fatty, and so, like, oh. that actress had to be like, yeah, I'm cast because I'm a little overweight. And Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, to be fair, I think, you know, people know their type, or it was even in yeah, a breakdown, sure. like, that it was going to be somebody who was overweight, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's just, I don't know, it was funny. She was really good. Held her own. Uh, but we'll get to that. So, yeah, and then she's vacuuming later, and she notices the spoon's gone. And she just fucking um, knows. And she just, like, squints, and she just knows. The very next scene is we just see Jesse um, driving a go-kart and screaming. And have you ever screamed in your car while you're driving? By yourself? Oh, sure. I. Oh, yeah. I I am a person who exists in the world. So, yes, of course I have. LA's very good in that way. It gives you that opportunity. Just oodles and oodles of times. I think uh, I usually do a lot of my screaming... While I'm parked. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that a lot when I was in Los Angeles. Just scream into the uncaring void on the 405. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> you can't do that on the... Well, you could do that on the train here. People would but, just scooch away from you, right? Like... Yeah, they'd just be like, ooh, all right. One of those, one of those days. Yeah. And, I know that. That's a New York reaction. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, and then we get a pretty disturbing scene. He comes home to his meth party. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, it's like he he was not he was unfazed by this. So I imagine that he welcomed these people here. But uh-huh. uh, like it did seem like he wasn't currently on meth, and then was like fighting really hard not to have meth uh, in his yeah, system. Yeah, he clearly just doesn't want to be alone. Um, yeah. and I've kind of been there before. Uh, one thing, and there's, we technically get another sex scene, although it's not pleasant. Yeah, that was a frightening uh, sex scene. Yeah, it's a guy, it's just two meth heads going at each other, and, like, she's, I think the girl's clawing the guy's back, uh, till it's bleeding. So, my only thought on this scene is, I have been an extra before. Yeah. And several things, and I, this seems like a nightmare to be an extra in this scene. It seems hot. It seems, I like just like to have to constantly do that over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And and also when you're an extra, you kind of get treated like shit and that's no one's fault. It's just that when you're making, when you're shooting something, there's so much going on. You can't give a fuck about these extra people. They're props to you. Yeah. So when you're an extra, you're getting treated like a prop and it, which sucks, but is necessary. You have to do the same thing over and over and over again and no one cares. Yeah. Uh, And to just have that energy. And I'm sure being around Aaron Paul was cool, but it just like, I... I was an extra in like a rave scene one time and I was like, this is exhausting and I'm getting $80. Like, and this sucks. Yeah. Oh Ugh. boy. Oh boy. Jeez. But eh, good job. Those all. people good. that were fucking got a sex and nudity bump though. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. For, yeah. Good for them. They probably, yeah. I wonder if they knew about that b- before then. Cause I remember, cause sometimes, well, no, they probably would have known ahead of time, right? They you wouldn't get, have been like, hey, well, will you be one? they have to be cast. They can't, you don't just show up and they're like, and you two will be the fucking two. Like, they'd have oh, okay, to yeah. kind of be cast as, like, the fucking couple, you know? Yep. Sure. But <laughs> for fans of extra work, if you ever want to parse out all the out-of-focus blobs and different bar scenes in the HBO show Barry, <laughs> I'm one of them. You're in Barry? I'm in the first season of Barry, yeah. Oh, that's fun. In, I think, episode five, literally just You're at residuals? You were one of the people at residuals? Yeah. You were at, did you actually film at residuals? I don't, th- I was in L.A. about three months, no, less than that. Like, I was, I had my first month in L.A., so I do not remember. Oh, man. If that was, resi- it might have been, because I ended up, yeah. It's residuals is the bar that they have in the first season, and we've gone I, to that bar and drank. I a hundred percent forget if that's where they did it. Okay, but it was weird. Bill Hader was directing the episode, and he was like right next to me, and I'm like, I'm not allowed to talk to you, but I really want to talk to you. 
That's you cool. seem really nice, and oh boy, you seem personable and cool, but if I talk to you, all these other people with clipboards are going to get mad at me. Fair. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, just thinking about you having to hang out and drink at, re- or party at residuals would be, uh, for, as of like a background job. It's, it's, it mm-hmm. could be worse, but uh, I understand why it was probably like, ah, fuck it, this is awful. Um, yeah, it, that one wasn't that bad, because you just stood in a bar stool and talked, like, pretend talked. Yeah. To uh, some lady who was nice. That's cool. Well, you uh, yeah, wouldn't really she know cool. she didn't talk that much, right? We but, talked. To, we talked in the cameras off. She was like in her fifties, and she like was like, "I'm trying to get back into it. I tried to act in my twenties, and then I had a kid, and now I'm back." And I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> uh, I just I moved here. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what was the next scene? The next Sorry. scene? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, what? Da, 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 da. Oh, the next scene is the other open house where she's talking to some, <laughs> telling some old couple that her kid has endocarditis or her oh, husband yeah. has endocarditis. No, it was her daughter and they were like, t- lived in London or something. They just moved. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's when the realtor is there and she's like got her eyes on her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she, once again, realtor crushes it with like the, ma'am, ma'am, uh, I know what you are. You're a thief. And then she, Marie does a really good job in this scene too of just like, if you, yeah, you have kids. We've talked about this. You've talked to someone when, like, you know they're lying. They know you know, but they're just going down with the ship. Yeah. And it's a very specific face and mannerism, and uh, Marie pulls it off really well. Well, it's it's all in the eyebrows, I feel like. There's, yeah. like, an eyebrow and jaw. Like, mm-hmm. there's a pallid look in, the in like, the, the, the cheeks and the eyebrows. Like, your face, like, no. Uh, yeah. You know. It's, yeah, because you're, you, you have, the, you're naturally... Unless you're really, really like a sociopath, you naturally have like a tinge of guilt on your face. Yeah. But you have to somehow fabricate offense, and so you try to mash those together. Like, of course not. Yeah. Like, um, uh, and she just, yeah. And I, I love when the bag comes up and she goes, "You are in big trouble." <laughs> My husband's a so- DEA agent. I thought he was an astronaut. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was wild. And then we get a, you know, a Hank gets a call in bed. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that the next scene? Yeah, that's the next scene. And he's like, "What you you did this to me again?" Which I was like, "Does she often like go and pull this shit?" That's got to be wild. Yeah. Well, clearly this is the last instance of it. Yes. Um, in their yeah. whole marriage. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that we actually in their whole marriage because then he dies. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and literally, I think like. In terms of like A to B, what it does for the show plot wise is, I guess it gets Gail Bedecker on Hank's radar eventually. Yeah, that's true uh, because uh, it puts her in contact with that person that he has at APD, who then mm-hmm. you know gets the charges dismissed and he she's free to go and um, all of that. But uh, I do want to just talk about like this is such a middle school girl behavior. It's so interesting yeah. to see Marie, and I think there's like a lot of qualities of Marie that are like stuck, that are super catty and stuck in middle school. Like she's gossipy, she is kind mm-hmm. of dramatic. She's you know, it's just it's just interesting. Like literally, the first time we see her is to talk on the phone to gossip about Walt. Yeah, I got news mm-hmm. for you. Like yeah, uh, that's one of those things. Like, and it's a truce, truce. Okay, uh, like she's <laughs> definitely got. She's just got all the charms of, like, a very dramatic, popular middle school girl who never, like, grew up, you know? I don't know. It's it's weird to think about to see, a, like, an yeah. adult woman do that. And then she, yeah, still, I, I like, I, I've, I've, my, my cup runneth over with praise for all the actors on the show. But then she does, she, like, kind of breaks down in the police station and does a good job. Yeah, that was Actually, a, she was, she was so, like quiet and trying to be you know stern or whatever and then she really just ugly cries hard yeah uh i i don't think she ever won anything on this show i assume she might have submitted this um but who knows yeah if it, i she i i feel like if she would have submitted because i know skylar won a bunch and they would have been up for the same thing best supporting yeah yes uh, a, also like i think sure this is also like if it didn't have all the moments that Skylar has that are such higher stakes, maybe this could be worthy of it, right? Like, maybe this would be yeah. a consideration. But it's like, she's like, her husband's being mean to her because he got hurt. And she's, yeah. like, lashing out because she's feeling underappreciated or whatever. 
It's, yeah, it's definitely like I, I think I've said this already on this podcast, but the it's definitely not an episode that sticks with you very much uh, later on. But like when you watch it, you're kind of like, oh yeah, the Thorn Marie goes to those open houses. This one's good. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, I am a fan. Uh, and then we see Skylar pouring shit down a drain. I think she's cleaning a baby bottle, and like we've seen on many faces of actors on the show, she thinks me thinks a plan i doth create yeah uh, she's got a i she, will yeah. she schemes yeah she schemes um she very much it's very much a light bulb moment very much uh oh my god yeah give me saul goodman i got a plan it is important yes uh mm-hmm. and then we see bill burr uh, in this, it, unlike you this is the first appearance of bill burr on this show i was wondering i was i was wondering uh, but I guess I, I figured because they say like, oh, he found this guy. I thought this mm-hmm. was weird acting choices by Huel. Uh, I'm sorry, by Bill Burr to, uh. His, his character's name is Kubi, but it doesn't matter. We can just call him Bill Burr. Yeah. To be like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just had like an exhausted, like, I know this is a hard, uh, you know, burden on you, but your, your groundwater is too contaminated with pollutants from, x y and z you know like oh i yeah I, I feel like he was doing that because like he had to relay information into and from his bluetooth yeah yeah, yeah. headset um so yeah one thing that's kind of fun about this if you're watching it the other way is because if you're not familiar with this bill burr character yet um at, at the time i don't think bill burr was, burr was nearly as famous like i didn't know who he was mm. and so you think oh skyler just called like these age these agents on them and then when it cuts to skylar in the car you're like oh no she's pulling the strings that's really fun yeah 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 no i mean that was i think at that moment when you see her in the car it was like mm. oh i thought adam's gonna fucking love this and then i fucking love it i love that shot with the baby kind of just like bored the ba- you can tell uh-huh. the baby's like whatever just looking around uh and skylar is trying to like you know, do so many things, and she's being a mom at the same time. It was it was pretty great. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great to watch. It, it, it was wonderful. It was wonderful seeing her know her shit, knowing which binders to grab. Um, I'd love the ed- whoever edited this did a great job cutting between Skylar saying stuff and then Bill. What I keep wanting to call him Bill Barr, which is the Attorney General. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. But it's, yeah, it's Bill Burr. Uh, the better, the better of the bills. Uh, and, th- there's uh, only the two, and he is marginally better. Yes. Yeah, I like him a lot more. Um, <laughs> but uh, they of, of him finishing a sentence, which is good. It's good shit. Yeah, they did a great job. And so then uh, we see what do we see next? Uh, next is I mean we can go through the rest actually pretty fast because that's that's all the main stuff in the episode. Next is uh, the the police guy shows up to be like, hey, this Gale fella, you heard of him, Hank? And maybe you can help us out. Here. And Hank and, is very reluctant. He, it seems like he just doesn't like trust himself to do a good job, or he's I, I feeling mm-hmm. really low about himself right now. You know? Yeah, he seems pretty down. So, yeah, eh, that's oh, that, that is that's the that is the the plot fruit of Marie stealing shit. Is that scene? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then, oh, and then yeah, we have not talked about Walt in a while. That's uh, true. The, we haven't. Yeah, the next scene is them waiting by the phone. This is a fun scene. Yes, and, uh, you know, he's like, hey, it was a good try. You know, that was a good mm-hmm. effort. It's been five hours, so if it was going to happen, baby, it was going to happen already. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, well, I don't know. I still think it's going to happen. You just wait and see. And, of course, then the phone rings. And and to have uh, Walt be like, wait let me talk to him what are you doing let me talk let me talk <laughs> I, like as though he's like a 15 year old boy who's like well no i wanted pepperoni or something like this I, that was that was fun to see him her have mm-hmm. so much control in the power that situation was fun yeah and he just kept trying to like just explain dumb. i know you chicks get ideas in your head and we have to pretend like they're valid but sometimes they don't work and it then they did nice work and it was cool try but next yeah. time, let the boys handle it. Yeah. Yeah, and then well, that's cool because she plays fucking hardball. She uh, and like because her initial offer was eight hundred seventy nine thousand, and then she, you only hear her side. She's like, yeah, it's eight hundred thousand now. Well, frankly, you're an unpleasant person, which is such a good burn. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love calling something or someone unpleasant. Uh, and if to their face I could, I would. You know. I have called someone unpleasant to their face, and it's 
it's a wonder. It's so much better than calling someone like an asshole or a fuckhead or something. I'm like, um, I've, I've been like, you are incredibly unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> I forget the context, but I have said that. And hell yeah, it just kind of cuts to them because they're like, wow, I am generally huh. not a pleasant person to be around. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, the, there, there's that small scene where Jesse. Oh, I fucked up the underfives last week because that one meth head who's like just saying ideas and shit. Squirrely skull or whatever. Yeah. So this and Jesse's throwing fifty dollar bills into this uh, guy's mouth, and no one's really reacting. And they throws a bunch of money in the air so that everyone talks a bunch. I uh, that guy. I feel I feel sad about how mm-hmm. uh, how lonely he is. You know, he, he's a sad boy. Where is uh, the Andrea relationship? I forgot. Like, I can't understand. Do they know each other? Do they? They do know each other. Um, I think later on he like, because she comes back. She's in this season. Like that's yeah. yeah he that's obviously poisons Brock. Yeah. yeah. I think when he cleans the house up and once he becomes like a little bit better friends with Mike, he just like starts seeing her again. Okay. I kind of forget. That okay. kind of just happens. Yeah, I just was uh, like, yeah, that wasn't super clear to me, I guess. But, okay, so then... Yeah, yeah. and Tyrus is watching him outside, but that's not that important. Yeah. Uh, and and then I think, yeah, there's two more scenes. There's them drinking champagne. Because Walt they bought the, the car wash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Walt, or Skyler, once again, taking care of business because Walt spent too much money on the fucking champagne. There was uh, a part of me like, that was like, let him have this. Let him let your husband have this moment with your husband. I wanted True. them to have it a, a little bit, and even. Uh, but you're right. She's like, we can't pay our stuff because we have no money because you're a fired school teacher, and but that it's like so now I understand why she was like sleepless. Like, how did we just buy a car wash? But why didn't she fucking think of that already? I don't understand. I just like she compares him to Richard Nixon, which is very funny. Yeah, and he go, I'm like, what? I'm Nixon now. Um, mm-hmm. But then at the last moment after their little squabble where she hands him the glass of champagne and he rel- he's reluctant, I literally was like, take it. Take it. Have yeah. have this moment. Don't be like this. Like, I wanted them to and, have And it. she did. Yeah. He, she he was did. like, He had it, yeah. Oh, he did. Sorry, yeah. Because she, she was like, we got to destroy the evidence, yeah. which is cute. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, I think this is like, these are the last moments of their okay relationship it's a little it's a little bittersweet like i enjoy seeing them be like this but i know that's after this i mean they still fuck this is pre-fucking yes i understand that but i'm saying like these are the last the the last couple oh okay okay okay, i know it's you know i know i'm gonna see more of them but i now know what it looks like when it's over you know yeah they got some they got some good divorced couple banter which is fun that's why i like the stuff at the condo so are they divorced or like separated. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. they're not divorced. Um, but yeah, and then the last scene is Hank watching TV in bed. He's watching a city council meeting, which is very a very fun detail. Yeah. The stuff you watch, whoever, I don't know who, I don't know if the writer would have done this or would have been the production team decided the, th- the things he's watching on TV because he's just bedridden this whole episode is softcore porn. Yeah. Um, bowling. Bowling. Yeah. And a city council meeting. Just very, just paints such a picture of a certain type of man. Yeah. Oh boy, that is true. That is very, uh-huh. very true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then we, yeah, we forgot. We see a little bit more that he likes to catalog minerals. Yeah, we did hear him say something like, "Oh, rock collecting, like older minerals." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, a detail that I did not notice the first time: he has a bag of Cheetos in the vet. So yes, that- I did see that. So Marie made good. I feel like she. I'm. I'm happy he perks up after this and is nice and loving towards her because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was. She is just really getting it from all angles here some of it self-made but you know yeah sure uh and then yeah he's like well this gale guy's probably nothing but i guess i could jerk it out yeah just take a peek here yeah whatever i mean whatever and then credits and we know he's hot on the that's it he's hot on the trail yeah so uh uh meg what you what you think of, what you think of this one i had a lot of fun with this one i'd give this one an a i had fun yeah. with it. it's and here's what it is it isn't violent uh, which mm. I appreciate. There's a violent one coming up, I know, uh, because you There's kept warning me. There's one coming up that's very fucking violent. And I'm going to be really disturbed by it, and we're just going to have to get through it. Um, it's uh, self-contained. It really, mm-hmm. they just have a couple different narrative arcs that are just, you know, and I do like the, I do like Skylar here a lot. I, I think that that really yeah. won me over in this episode. 
That that's interesting. Yeah, you bring up the violence, but because I, I know this episode wasn't particularly violent, all the stuff in that one meth scene to me personally was like, like that made me almost look away. Like that was a million times more disturbing than any violence um, on the show. I accidentally texted somebody. Meth seems fucking terrifying when I meant to <laughs> text you that, and then I was like, "Oh, sorry, my bad," and then texted it to you. Yeah, let. Uh, we said we'd read a review. Yeah, uh, let's, let's read a review, let's, man. Let's, so everyone fucking write a review on uh, iTunes. We might read it. Let's read a uh, review right now. This is this is when Specialist One's our first review. Our first? Uh, our very first? Our very first ever. Nice. Oh. Five stars from Munchie CA. Uh, Munchie? Ingenious way to, re- to rediscover the series. Stumbled across this as a fan of all things Breaking Bad and its associated universe. Interesting idea to watch BB for the first time, starting in the finale and going backwards. Ut. I wasn't sure it would work exactly. I loved it. It's an amazing way to relive the series. They dig into the eps like good detectives and get into details. I'd long forgotten, he doesn't say this, but like certain t-shirts in certain episodes. <laughs> the two podcasters, that's Meg and me, are fun and smart and hilarious. Aw, yes, he are. forgot it. He forgot fucking sexy. It's amazing, and I'll listen to all this all the way through and update. Great show. All right. You better fucking be listening right now, guy. You said Munchie, you'd listen to it all the way through. Munchie, you better be into this, and you better be talking about how hot we are when to update this, because we you are be- very yeah. hot. Post another, post an addendum, be like, forgot to mention they are hot foxes. <laughs> um, real quick, let's do under fives, because there's there's a lot in this episode, but they're all kind of worth talking about. Every under five, like, kind of... They get a little something to do. More, It's not just servers and stuff yeah. like this. So real quick, uh, there's, I'm going to, I know she doesn't count because she has way too many lines, but her name's Jennifer Hasty. She's the real estate agent mm. and she's wonderful. Uh, it looks like she's in everything. She was in Bosch. She was in Mad Men. Bosch, um, Yeah, she's in, um, oh, she, was, she was in Fresh Off the Boat. She guest stars on a lot of shit. Good for her, she books. It look, yeah, it looks like she was recurring as a, Captain Sarah McCurdy on Bosch. So she makes a lot of money doing this. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, next is uh, Ralph Alderman, the <laughs> the guy who I assumed was a local hire, and I, I super isn't. He's the first uh, realtor. Oh, he's just the he's just the he's the fucking Wolford Brimley look alike. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And I've I've seen him in a bunch of shit. I didn't realize this because he's in a bunch of stuff I've watched. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in Mr. Robot, and I remember him. He was in uh, Waco, the miniseries that wasn't that good. Um, and, yeah, Breaking Bad. Uh, do you want to take a guess for when his first uh, credit was? 1979. No, 1996, which means he probably got started acting a little later in life. Mm, good for him. If, Somebody if he's said, that like, oh, you got to look. Yeah. Yeah, he might have retired from like a whole career, and he's like, "Well, I always wanted to be in the pictures, and fucking did it." So good for you. Good for him. Um, two more, uh, and I'll just do them both at the same time because at that last house we have male and female homeowner, and that is Delana Michaels and Jonathan Richards. Okay. Um, both wonderful, both uh, still working. It looks like um, Delana is in some new show called Messiah that comes out this year. Yeah, I don't see that much shit. She's a messiah. Do you want to guess her earliest credit? Yeah, I feel like I'm just going to be swinging uh, wildly here, but I'll go say 1992. Now, she's been tra- at this for a while. 1978. What? Ah. Yeah. As something called Fantasy Island TV series. She was redhead. Okay, um, okay, okay. J- Jonathan Richard, the other one, he is either dead or quit acting. Um, he was in a few things, or he was a local hire. He His first thing was 2004. And then he was in three things between 2010 and 2014 and nothing. Yeah, maybe he was just like, well, that was pleasant, but no more for me. Yeah, I get it. Or he, he died. He just didn't wake up one or day. Or he died. He was Or old. he went out in a hail of gunfire. I cannot say for sure. I We hope you went out in a hail of gunfire, but we also hope no one got hurt besides you, and that's because you wanted it. Yeah. This was fulfilling uh, something for you. What the fuck yeah. type of sentence was this? Uh that was, uh, I don't know, like you cut out. Um, <laughs> holy, f- wasn't looking at the recording that whole time. It, I was like, oh, we should wrap up. An hour on the nose. Are you serious? Yeah, we holy shit. We are so shit. good at this. 
We are professionals. And not only are we good at that, we're both independently very attractive. Uh, and yeah. I think just, you know, pleasant people to be around. So there's that. Yep. Yeah, good for us. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Meg, where can people find us? Well, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Breaking Backwards and Twitter at Breaking Bad Pod. Breaking Back Pod. Yeah, that one's a mouthful, but it's fun. Uh, when you type it, it's not as much of a mouthful. Uh, okay. I, I literally have never said it right the first time out loud. <laughs> um, until next time. A mighty fine Heisenberg. A mighty fine Heisenberg. To you. To you. Fair listeners. Fair listener. Bye. Bye-bye. That was a fun one. <laughs>